Howdy, and welcome to your dog's best life. This is Leanne, and the sunset is gorgeous out my window. thought I would tell you guys a little bit about AKC's new Fetch dog titling program. So as of the time that you hear this, that program will be live, but it'll be barely live. So the Fetch dog program probably doesn't have the word dog in it. It's probably just Fetch program. Anyway, it's a titling program by AKC, and it drops the first... I think the, either the 2nd or 4th of February, something like that. And so I thought today I'd kind of tell you guys a little bit about the program, a little bit about the levels, a little bit about how you can get involved either as a competitor or as a judge, because becoming a judge is super easy if you're already a judge or a canine good citizen evaluator, or and what to train and how to train it. Not really how to train it, but what to train. So first, what is it? It is exactly what it sounds like. It is fetching. But there are some small caveats to how you probably play with your own dog in your backyard. So normally when we throw the ball for a dog, uh, you have the ball in your hand, your dog is milling around at your feet and you throw the ball and the dog runs and gets it. In fetch, in this sport, your dog has to wait until the ball has dropped. And that makes the ball what we refer to as dead. So it's no longer a prey item, it's no longer running, it's now a dead object, and that can be a little more difficult for some of these dogs. So that is the first thing you have to pay attention to while you're thinking, if you're thinking about the sport and how to train it, is that you do need to get your dog to start to understand that it needs to go to what we call a dead object. That is an object that is not in flight when they are released. The second thing you're going to want to really look at training is a wait or a wait until released cue. Because while at novice, you may hold the dog by the collar, once you get to intermediate, advanced, and retriever, you're going to have to have your dog in a stay. Then you're going to want to teach a retrieve, and you're going to want to teach what we refer to as a directed retrieve. That is, go to the right, go to the middle, and go to the left. And you're also going to want a retrieve that lands in your hand, not a coming back and more or less spitting it at you when they dance four feet away. And novice... You may take the toy from the dog, and it may be a toy at novice, and I believe intermediate. After that, it needs to be a bumper or a ball. So I'm going to suggest that you probably start with a bumper or a ball at the beginning rather than trying to change things midstream. Anyway, uh, the dog does have to actually hand you the toy as we get into the upper levels. They have to be within three feet of you to start with, and... Once they get to intermediate, they need to be one step or two feet away from you and actually hand you the object as opposed to reaching for the dog and kind of snatching it out of their mouth. So you can see how a simple game like fetch can be turned into a sport where there's a little bit of criteria and our quality of training has to step up a little bit, which is kind of fun. I kind of like this program by AKC. At first, honestly, I thought it was silly, but then I I started reading about it because it's always a good idea to kind of read about what you're thinking is silly. And, you know, it involves training. It involves a thing that most people do with their dogs, uh, especially the higher drive dogs. They do it on a regular everyday basis, but we do it without thinking and we do it without structure. And it just adds that little piece of structure that can make it more difficult and actually add an element of training to it, which I, of course, as a dog trainer, I kind of totally appreciate. So let's talk a little bit about the levels. Well, I guess let's first talk about who can do it. 
So any dog over the age of six months may do this sport. The dog has to be AKC registered, whether it be through the actual I bought a purebred dog and my dog is already registered through AKC or the purebred alternate listing or their program for mixed breed dogs. Anybody can get an AKC number with their dog if it's spayed or neutered. If your dog's not spayed or neutered and it's a mutt or it's not registered at AKC, that becomes a little problematic. But if they are neutered or spayed, there's an avenue by which you can become, have your dog registered through AKC. So it's, it's a pretty easy process. Of course, it generally involves mail, but whatever. So let's talk about the levels now. So the levels are pretty straightforward. There's novice, intermediate, advanced, and retriever. And at the novice level, you'll be on the field with your dog and there'll be four objects out in the field. And those objects can be anything. They can be chairs, they can be tables. I'm imagining a whole herd of little T-Rexes or maybe pink flamingos, just any object that makes itself present out in the field. You can throw a toy, a ball, or a bumper, not a dumbbell. So they very specifically say no dumbbells. And you can go, you're throwing it 30 feet, which is 10 yards, which is not terribly far. You may not use a chuck it or slingshot a gun. You have to use your arm. If you cannot throw 30 feet, which I've not sat outside and measured, so I have no idea. Maybe I can. I have no idea. Somebody can drop the ball for you at that distance because there will be helpers on the field because you'll, as you, we advance, you'll see that they're absolutely necessary when we get to the higher levels. You may hold the collar of your dog in novice. Once the ball has been thrown and has landed, you may send your dog for the ball. You need to throw one to the right between the objects, one in the middle between the objects, and one to the left between the objects. One at a time, dog, you throw it, dog retrieves it, brings it back. It has to bring it back to you, and it has to bring it back more or less to your hand. At novice level, they can be within six feet of you, two steps, but you're going to want to train to a higher level than that because A, you don't want to be skating, you don't want to make judges think. And B, if you want to move up, you're going to have to actually have a more formal retrieve where the dog actually comes to a front or side position and hand you the ball or hand you the bumper direct. But anyway, at novice, you're going to throw 30 feet, one right, one center, one left, in any order. doesn't matter. And if you screw up, let's say you get nervous and you throw it backwards over your head, no worries. The judge will simply say you get a rethrow because it's not about how well you throw. It's about how well your dog retrieves. So you can have rethrows, but that's only if you're just, you know, you can't make 30 feet or whatever. Your dog has to go get it and bring it back. That's the criteria. And it is pass fail. So your dog can actually fail this. So if your dog doesn't bring it back, uh, if your dog gets lost, if the dog decides to pee on the flamingos, that's an NQ. So you want to have some basic manners on your dog. So that's, that's the started. And so you'd have to trial twice under two different judges to get your title. And then you'll have the paperwork and you send off the paperwork to AKC and you receive your title. You will get titling ribbons because this is an actual performance sport and it will be organized and just like Fast Cat or something like that. And you can sign up for it and, and go. When we get to the higher levels, let's talk about those. So obviously, as I'm saying this, this is the very beginning of February, there won't be higher levels. So the first trials will just be novice. And there's no rule that states that people putting on trials have to put on all levels, which makes sense because obviously right now 
we don't have all levels. We only have novices. Because in AKC, especially uh, in, mo- in most of the AKC sports, you're not allowed to advance without going through each level first. Uh, it's not like you're allowed to skip grades. You can in some AKC sports, like herding, I can just show up in, a- in advanced, but you can't do it from most AKC sports. And this is one of those where you have to start it novice regardless of the training you already have on your dog it's a two two leg title so you don't need to go three times you just two legs two judges so you will need to scrape up two judges but they should be pretty easy to find pretty quickly intermediate uh, the differences are that the obstacles are doubled so there are now eight obstacles instead of four obstacles and you are now throwing 50 feet instead of 30 feet and the dog must give you the toy so you can't kind of reach into the dog's mouth and grab it. The dog has to physically give you the toy. Uh, and the dog must be closer. So one step or two feet. So really very close to you. So like a formal flunt, front is kind of what they're looking for. And you are going to throw one to the left, one to the middle, one to the right in any order. Your last throw is going to be either to the right or to the left. That's it. Four throws. Uh, the number of objects on the field I think I already mentioned this. The number of objects in the field, the flamingos, the chairs, the tables, the whatever, the dinosaurs, there are now eight of them. So there's a few more of them. That just makes it a little harder for your dog to see the toy That's re- or the, the ball. That's really all that really does is it just gives your dog a little bit of an obstacle if the ball doesn't land directly in line of sight is they have to kind of maneuver through those objects. So they're not really massively important to the sport at this juncture, but they are there as a as a way for the, the ball to accidentally hide itself. Once we get into advanced and retriever, then things really go, uh, get harder, which is really fun. So advanced, you're now throwing 70 feet. Or, better yet, probably having a person just drop a bumper or a ball for you. The toys are out. You can no longer use toys. So you need a ball or a bumper. And there are going to be three sets of blinds. The blinds will be 24 inches tall, that's two feet, and 10 to 12 feet wide. And they will obstruct the view of where the ball and or bumper is dropped. And so the best way to, describe, to think about that is they'll probably be set up, just imagine X-pens, because I'm like thinking how I would do it. I would do an X-pen with like a tarp over it, with T-posts driven into the ground. And those will be out in the field, out around probably 50 feet. And you drop, they're going to drop two bumpers, one behind, say, the right and one in the middle. And you're going to send your dog to one of those bumpers. The dog's going to retrieve the ball back to you, drop it into your hand. You're going to turn the dog around and send them after the other bumper. So this time the dog is knowing that the bumpers are there. We're not hiding them. It's very obvious that the, do- that the bumpers are being dropped in front of the dog out there. They see it while they sit and stay, but they have to remember it. And they have to retrain, retain the drive to go get the second bumper after they've retrieved the first bumper. So it does really raise the level of concentration on your dog's part and drive, latent drive. The ability to retain drive even after they've done the thing. And of course, the distances are, are quite substantially higher. I mean, you've, you've already doubled your distance from the very beginning. So anyway, that's called a double retrieve. So again, they drop one bumper, then the other bumper. And then the dog goes and gets one, brings it back. Gets the other one, brings it back. Then there's two double retrieves and two single retrieves. But they're all behind the blinds. So there's a total of six retrieves at 70 feet in advanced. So you can kind of see how already it's getting, it's getting much more difficult for our dogs. 
Retriever is the hardest and the highest that our dogs can go at this point. And the way this works is there is a, you're at 80 feet now. There is one triple retrieve. So that's exactly what it sounds like. Somebody's going to place a bumper or a ball behind each of the blinds. One, two, three. And you're going to send your dog in any order, one, two, three, to pick up the bumper and retrieve it back. And then there are two double retrieves. So after the triple, there's going to, somebody's going to take the bumper, two bumpers, put them out there. You're going to send your dog once, twice, call your dog back. There's going to be two more, once, twice, all done. So now we're looking at seven retrieves over 80 feet. And the order on all of these is up to the handler. So in all of these, your dog can, you can go right, left, center, you, whatever order you want to go, it's, it's up to you what order you want to do it. The, this title can also be applied towards the fit dog gold. If you're trying to get a fit dog title on your dog and you're trying to look for a title for the, the gold level, this will go towards that. You need two legs to title under two different judges. And obviously at this time, this time that you're hearing this or I'm saying it is the beginning of, well, it's not even real. It's not even uh, dropped yet. It's January when I'm talking. But if you guys are listening to this when it drops, which is the second week of January or February, it will have been, the sport will have been a week old. And so obviously at the very beginning, there will only be novice trials. Any person who is a current AKC judge or a current canine good citizen evaluator can become a judge for fetch through AKC. It is an incredibly simple process. I've already done it and it's really easy. You read the rules, you watch some videos, you see how the field is set up, you take a test, you get a, I think over 80% or 90% and you fill out a form and you give them their numbers and you're good to go. But Unlike Canine Good Citizen, it cannot just be handled any day of the week. I just, I can't go with my friends to a park and do this as a Canine Good Citizen judge or as a judge judge. I have, this has to be run through AKC as an actual trial, but it can be done either through a group club, like your normal trials are done, like Fast Cat or any of the other trials, or if you're a Canine Good Citizen evaluator, you can apply for a trial number through AKC and put it on yourself. So you don't have to go through one of the AKC clubs. So that kind of makes things a little handy. Though I do have to say, if we, it's probably best that we support our local clubs. So if you are a canine good citizen evaluator and you have local AKC clubs, you know, I'm always trying to give those guys more money. So probably even though you can do it by yourself, it's probably best if you go through them. It's just better for the sport as a whole. The other thing is, is you do have to have ribbons. So you have to have qualifying, the normal standard green qualifying ribbon for this sport, just like you would for any other sport. So people do will receive the green qualifying ribbon. So anyway, I just thought I'd kind of introduce you guys to this sport. I have some interest and we have, we have enough interest. We're probably going to put on a, put in a class or, or put in a, to put on a workshop here. I've had people approaching me already, which is why I had to pursue this. And uh, then I started looking into it some more and I was actually kind of impressed. So I think it's going to be super fun. I think it's going to be very inviting for folks who've already maybe done, you know, they play with their dog already, but maybe have never tried a sport and maybe dock diving is too far away or it's too cold where they are or there's too few docks. This is easy. You, If you have a park city or you have a big enough yard, you're doing this already. You just have to, to make some minor tweaks to teaching the dog to stay while you throw and to retrieve to hand, which any bird dog person can train you. 
So I think this is a really good opportunity to get folks into the sport and to get dog and people into dog sports. I am always for that. I'm always for anything that gets people more involved with their dogs. And as you may have known from previous talks that Emily and I have given, I know we've talked about our personal feelings on endlessly throwing balls for our dogs as being highly addictive and neurosis building in some of these breeds the nice thing about this is there's control built in and because there's control built in the dog will not get into that frantic hysterical state that they would get into if you were just mindlessly throwing the ball for the dog so even if you're not thinking about this as a sport for yourself and your dog this might be a great way to look at training fetch in your own backyard for your own dog just as a good way to keep your dog from becoming kind of deranged and hysterical around the thrown ball, which many of these high drive dogs can become. So I think there's a good, I think there's this all upside. I don't see any downside. Any dog older than, older than six months can do this. So, you know, any puppy, seven month old puppy can do this. It's totally safe for their little joints. You're not running 10 miles and um, anybody can do this. You, anybody who owns a tennis ball and a dog. So I hope some people look into it. I'm totally stoked to try it here. I don't have any dogs who fetched a hand, so none of my dogs will be doing it. But I have students who have good, well-behaved dogs, and so they should be able to do it. I look forward to it. I hope you guys have some fun. Reach out to us on Facebook if you guys try it out. And I'd like to see some photos. It'd be awesome. We are at Your Dog's Best Life on Facebook. And happy training.